Welcome to the Travelling Healer Podcast, a podcast where we interview healers, practitioners, and thought leaders in the field of healing, where we push your boundaries and beliefs in what is truly possible in healing. Hey guys, welcome to the Travelling Healer Podcast. Today I'm with Perry Nicholson. Uh, he's from America. We're here in uh, Les Mills Newmarket in Auckland, and uh, yeah, he's um, the um, founder of Chasing, sorry, Stop, Stop Chasing, Stop Stop Chasing Pain. Pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to chase it anymore. No, exactly. <laughs> um, so when I saw him online um, on Facebook, uh, that really caught my attention because mm. um, that's exactly something I say, you know, don't chase pain, you know, look to the body as a whole. So then I followed your content and I just realized like you're pretty much on the same page with, you know, how the body works looking outside the square of what we told in mainstream so mm-hmm. i thought yeah one day i gotta gotta talk to this guy and then and, there you uh, go <laughs> see that's crazy the universe is a crazy thing right exactly yeah and actually it was funny because um i was in los angeles uh, last week and mm-hmm. um i thought you know while i'm in los angeles i might as well see if there's anyone around to interview um so i actually looked up you um mm-hmm. to see if you're in los angeles and no you weren't but then I saw you had a course in Auckland um, a couple of days after I got back so I just thought wow what a coincidence and uh, no, I'll and see what happens yeah <laughs> um, yeah so basically uh, <coughs> this podcast is all about um, looking outside the square and giving people hope um, for healing and uh, pushing beyond the beliefs and perceptions of what is actually possible um, mm-hmm. and that's what um, drives me as well so yeah it's just uh, you've got a lot of expertise that I think we should we could share and uh, yeah um, yeah so you start off as a chiropractor is that right or yep I did yeah. uh, so I was still my degree is to practice but I honestly mm-hmm. don't do very much chiropractic at all okay yep anymore so um, sounds like you and I had a similar journey of discovering that there's got to be more to the approaches that we're taking mm-hmm. and uh, honestly I mean I'm very honest when I say it I never really truly enjoyed being one mm. at Cairo because mm-hmm. I went to it because it helped me because mm-hmm. I got hurt being a bodybuilder doing really stupid things you know <laughs> and uh, and I was like man you know this is kind of awesome mm. maybe I can do this and my chiropractor motivated me but mm. uh, it really wasn't what I thought it was going to be yeah it was still a very kind of methodical approach to thing, even yep. though it was considered alternative. Mm-hmm. And I always had this thing sticking in the back of my mind of, you know, why does stuff keep coming back? Right? I mean, we're doing all these, I mean, they're great things. Yeah, of course. We're doing yeah. stuff to really try to help somebody, and I think with really good intentions. Yeah. But I'm, I like to think like the body, and I think the body's going, yeah, you're just not quite there yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're missing something. Yeah. And that um, just letting you know that you're missing it by bringing a lot of stuff back <laughs> all the time, yeah. right? So uh, then, because I believe the human body is is very resilient, it's very strong, exactly, and its ability to adapt to the stuff that we throw at it mm. is literally astounding. I mean, it's amazing that any of us are still here when you think about what it what it has to deal with. Uh-huh. Um, and I stepped back and then I started to explore a lot of other different ways to look at the body outside of 
chiropractic. Mm. So it opened my mind to many different approaches. Yeah. And that's where the Stop Chasing Pain name and brand came from. Uh, don't get me wrong, you have to treat pain. Of course, yeah. But pain doesn't tell you a whole hell of a lot. Mm. It only tells you that you got a problem. Mm. It doesn't tell you anything about what it is. Mm. That's where the body is at. The body like has a really good time messing with you <laughs> that way. You know, right? it's just the pain is the tap on the shoulder saying, "You, so I'm not happy." Yeah, yeah. And then we just got to figure out why. And that's exactly. been my journey. And it's mm -hmm. not an easy one by any means. <laughs> but yeah. you have we have to do something different, honestly, because what we're doing now is not working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, layers and layers. We're getting we're getting sicker. Yeah. And we have more pain, even though we have more research, yeah, exactly. more fancy gadgets. I've got a lot of stuff that you can use to tell me, like, what's wrong with my body. Like, mm -hmm. you can give me a diagnosis, okay? Mm -hmm. You have a herniated disc. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that's where the pain's coming from, first of all. But as soon as you hear that and see that, then automatically that's, that's the guy. Right, yeah. and even though it might not be, but then I'm the kind of guy that says, "Okay, I'll grant you that. Maybe you can tell me that this is what it is." But I'm going to ask you, "Why the hell did I get it in the first place?" Can you tell me that? I no, I have no idea. What you <laughs> it's just, it's just what happens to the body. I'm like, that's unacceptable to me. Yeah, exactly. Because then they give you this BS stuff of you're just getting older. I hate that one. <laughs> I hate that. Really? Are you serious? Oh, I wrote a blog about that. Oh god. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, when you get older, you I mean you should still feel strong and powerful and confident, yeah. and energetic. It's all about an energy scale, and the energy that people have today is non-existent, or it's fake energy. It's stuff mm. that's coming in from uh, the stimulants that you have. The, the drinks, the Red Bulls, the, mm. you don't even get me started on the pharmaceuticals. Mm. So all that stuff is trying to give you the energy yeah. that exactly. you innately have, mm -hmm. but people just, people are lost. Yeah. And there's so much information out there, people trying to give an answer, that people don't even know which way to turn. Mm. Should I go left? Should I go right? Should I go up? Should I go down? Because well, here's what happens. If somebody goes left and the guy over here is saying, you went the wrong way. You're supposed to go right. <laughs> and then you just don't know. But here's the dirty little secret. They're all right. Yeah, because sure. no, no one thing works for everyone. Mm -hmm. Right? You have to have a little piece of this, a little piece of that. Mm -hmm. But that that's where the journey comes into play. And that's where the self-awareness of yeah. your body Absolutely. comes into play. Because mm -hmm. right? what works for you... <clears throat> might not and probably will not work for me mm. even though it's the same well this should work for your knee because it worked for this guy's knee and I'm like well I got news for you his knee ain't my knee mm. right his knee has had a completely different life experience mm -hmm. than my knee yeah if you look at my knee like a body part like I got taught to you in school so I can pass my exam and tell you what a knee is and what it does but your body has no idea what the hell a knee is. It just knows it, mm. right? So we know that knee pain can come from many, many different things. And the way you find it mm -hmm. is just to sit down and do like what you and I are doing. Maybe talk a little bit mm -hmm. so I can get to know uh, about you, mm. right? On the inside mm. and here and, mm. and here, which is a big part that's missing in medicine. Mm. Then I'm gonna jump in and start to assess you. 
it's a vastly different way than what they do in medicine now. That's true, yeah. Which is scary as hell. It is scary, yeah. Uh, you know. Many people go for that. I mean, well, you know, trauma-based medicine and life-saving medicine, I mean, you can't beat it. I exactly. mean, like, you know, yeah. dude, if you, if you can't breathe and your arm's hanging off, you ain't going to come see me for a movement <laughs> assessment, right? You, you go and you do what you need to do. So you still do that because that stuff has cured and, and taken care of most of the awful infectious diseases that we have in, in the world. <clears throat> but you can't bring the same uh, approach to helping the autoimmune diseases that we have today, lifestyle diseases that, that quote unquote cured infectious diseases to this fight. Mm. It's completely different, mm. vastly different. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to break things down that you've got this disease and then we whittle it down and try to find the single cause. Yeah. And it gonna happen. Yeah. You're not gonna find this one thing that causes Parkinson's, it ain't gonna happen. Mm. It's a culmination of many, many different things yeah. that come together, mm-hmm. and you can't give a single thing for it because that's what, unfortunately, what we want, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Just give me something it. I can do where I can go back and keep living like shit the way <laughs> I've been living, and so I don't have to change anything until that mentality changes as well. You know, it won't change. Yeah. But exactly. when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you'll step up. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's what crisis is for, right? Make you change something. Yeah, you're forced to. Well, my favorite definition of pain is this: is one I use all the time. Is that pain is a request for change? And if you think about that for a moment, pain is a request from what? From you, right? Usually your subconscious mind Mm. coming at you. Mm. I need you to change something, Mm. and it's changing your behavior, which are your habits. So you need to change what you think how you think, change the environment that you're in, but that can be one, let me change the stuff that I choose to eat or not eat, or maybe I can change from being in a really toxic relationship that's making me sick, Mm. right? But the the change has to come from you, and it's not changing whether I'm on antibiotic A or antibiotic B, you know? So... Because what's going to make the biggest difference is changing the environment that you're in. And the fastest way you can change that, honestly, is to change how you think. Yeah. Right? Because how you think changes your biology. And that's really, really big. Right? Mm. Really, really big. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's another thing that people are missing is our, what, what we believe, our thoughts, and healing. You know, it's not just the physical, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what makes us unique as human beings, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, a couple of things make us unique as a human being species, but they make us vulnerable as well. Uh, Even though it can make us extremely powerful, and it's the way we we dominate the earth, but it's also the way that we make ourselves sick. One, we have this amazing ability to actually ambulate and walk on two feet, bipedal. Because of that, you actually have a lower back that's the most vulnerable part of your body. Sure. The low back is the most vulnerable part of your body because that's the price you pay for standing on two feet, <laughs> right? And plus, we don't live like we were designed today. Um, and then <clears throat> the other one is we have the ability to uh, feel things. Mm. We have emotion, mm. right? So that emotion 
creates a, a stress response in the body that all animals get stress response. Yeah. That's, that's fight, flight, fight, freeze. Either one of those things, everything's gonna get it from a tiger to a sheep to a cat, whatever. And humans get it. But here's the thing, the other animals let it go. <laughs> like when something is stressful for me, I'm, I've been there, done that, goodbye, I'm done, I'm going back, I'm doing my thing. Mm -hmm. Human beings, it just sits there, man. It just, you constantly think about it. This person who did me wrong like two years ago, and it comes up. And then that stuff just sits there and it rages and it festers down inside like mm -hmm. this. And then you get that anger, mm -hmm. right? And then that emotion causes tightness. It causes restriction. It's microscopic where you can barely feel it most of the time, mm -hmm. right? But that constant, it's like that constant like tightening. Like, I'm here. You don't really feel it in the beginning, but if I keep that on you for years and years and years, shit's gonna start to hurt, right? Mm. Then all of a sudden, it's just that one little movement. Bam! Mm. There it goes. So the emotion that we experience mm. manifests itself in the body. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And then in medicine, when you start talking like that, they think you're some fruity pebbles guy that, where, you know, I, that doesn't make sense. Where are you going to show me the research on it? And I'm like, well, that's where the two roads need to meet because you need both sides. Absolutely. You, you need the research, of course, mm. but you also need the human being side mm. of it, right? So it, that's kind of my mission, honestly, is cool. to yeah. meld the, the two together as best we can. Yeah. Because my journey... Uh, from working in pain for a long time has led me to realizing how much disconnect there is. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And then I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I was at a point early in my career when I was one of those people that said, when well, you're going to talk to me about emotion and energy and thought, I just thought you're nuts, <laughs> right? Yeah. But you know, things open up to you when you're ready for it. Yeah. Like, it's always there. Mm. Just are you open to receiving it? Yeah. And through the courses of things that have happened in my life uh, over the last five, six years, I was ready for it. Mm -hmm. right? And then now that's kind of my, my thing. To, to bring it out there and do it in my own kind of uh, in-your-face style. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully it'll resonate with somebody. Either you'll really like it and love it, or maybe I'm, you know, I'm really gonna make you upset and piss you off. Either way, I'm gonna make you think. I think you're just uh, ahead right? of, of the pack, you know, ahead of the, the trend, so. Um, well, you too, man. I mean, you're doing great things like this. Traveling, <laughs> traveling the world, trying to discover yeah, things, yeah. discover yourself, mm -hmm. right? Coming back and doing a podcast interview, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good to get to meet cool people like yourself so <laughs> oh good. it really is you know I mean it's it's really nice when you can just reach out to somebody and mm -hmm. I tell people all the time is like if you never ask the answer is always going to be no mm -hmm. right it's a classic one it's the advice I gave my son when he's like I want to ask this girl but she might say no and I'm like of course she is because you ain't asking like, <laughs> all you got to do is just put it out there yeah right? absolutely. and when he did actually happy to say he's now got a girlfriend so, yeah, I'll pat myself on the back. <laughs> Give him the motivation there. Because it was easy for me to tell him that because when I was his age, I was scared to death, right? But, um, yeah, so. What, what um, caused you to want to, do, to bridge the two together? Was there an event? 
Or um, something that happened that you're like, yeah, Man, I actually was. I was kind of coming that way, but I got really sick several years ago. So um, I think just many things. So here's what happens is that, you know, you, <clears throat> your whole life builds up and manifests, and all of a sudden anything can happen that sends you over the edge. So when mm. people say, why'd you get sick? I'm like, I don't really have an answer for you mm. of why I started to get that way. But uh, I just know that I started to become uh, very sick and uh, not feeling well. And then I went to traditional medicine because, you know, that's what you do, right? And then, unfortunately, sometimes those interventions can make you worse. Mm-hmm. And they did. So they didn't do it on purpose. They were just course, doing their yeah. thing. Yeah. So uh, I had to go through a couple of surgeries and then I had to go through lots of medications. And my body told me, said, dude, you're way off the mark here. <laughs> mm. So I got really, really, really sick. Mm. And then I actually had to leave practice. I had to leave teaching. I'd do a lot of introspection. Mm. And then I think that, you know, you could take these moments of, uh, of tragedy or sickness and say, why me? But mm. then you could also say, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> like, what's the message? From whoever you believe in, I don't care, right? Um, whatever your source of strength is. Yeah. yeah. What's the lesson you're trying to give me? Mm, yeah. And then I stepped back, and, it, and then I found it because I started to begin to heal myself. And a lot of it was by going back and confronting a lot of things that happened to me emotionally over my lifetime. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I'm like, you know, wow, my body's starting to change. I started to look more, uh, I thought I was looking holistically because I'm a chiropractor, but I was still mostly focusing on the spine and the mm-hmm. nervous system. But I'm like, you know, dude, you got a lot of other systems in you. <laughs> Right, so I started to look at the digestive system, the the vascular system, the lymphatic system, which is my favorite system to talk about mm-hmm. now. Right, all those things work as a unit. Yeah. If you had a problem with one, you're gonna have something up with the other. Mm-hmm. Right. So I began to build myself back, and then here's the thing: I actually uh, started to post different things up. You know, when I started to get better and. A little bit more emotion-based post, uh, holistic post, energy post. And then what, what I've noticed is that a lot of people from the other side of where I used to be who are more like uh, research or technical or very you know, black and white, they, uh, you started to get attacked. Right? Like they come at you and it's yeah. not a nice coming at you. Like, oh, can you please tell me more? It was very angry and venomous. Yep. So I'm like, this is very interesting, right? So that, what's the lesson here as well? In the beginning, I'll be honest with you, uh, I, it started to it kick my nerve, right? And then your first instinct when somebody's coming at you is to just go right back at them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I, when I started to do that, I felt awful. Yeah. Like my body was just telling me, that's not the energy you need to be putting out there because that's what you're going to get back. So then I stepped back and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be like that. Because not, not everybody's going to agree with you, and they shouldn't. But it doesn't mean that you make, can't make a difference with at least some of them. Or don't forget about the people that, have, that are looking for hope. Because hope is lost in medicine. It's done. Because they'll tell you that hope is a placebo. And I'm like, exactly, it is. So now you're catching on. <laughs> right? Because at least you stand a chance. Yeah of getting well and mm-hmm. if you look back and how many times in the history of man that somebody's been able to bring themselves back from the brink of death through hope mm-hmm. enough said 
Exactly. Right? I'm not saying you're going to live in fantasy land and you're denying that you have, quote unquote, a life threatening illness. Mm -hmm. But I like my odds a hell of a lot better if I think with hope as opposed to doom and gloom. Because <laughs> your body's going to listen to you. Absolutely. Because one, I stand half a chance, the other, I don't stand any. Mm -hmm. Right? So then I said, you know what, maybe my job is to uh, try to try to blend them as best I can. I'm not going to change how I do it. Mm. I'm not going to change my style and mm. who I am because that's, I think that's part of the reason that when you put things out there, why they expand because you're doing it from here. You're authentic. You're not trying to put stuff out there to hopefully people will like it mm. yeah. or uh, maybe it'll be like uh, this person did it. And no... No two bits of information are the same, mm. even though they seem to be, because no two people are the same. So what I mean by that is that you can tell, and I told the people in my class, I may show you something here that, about a rolling pattern or a crawling pattern, and you're going to say, I already know about that. And I'm like, you're missing the point. The point is that I'm going to tell you about it, but I'm, I'm telling you from a completely different life experience, and you may hear one thing different than the way you heard it before, then you're like, ah, wait a minute, that's kind of cool, mm. right? And so when people talk to me about, well, why would anybody want to hear what I have to say? I don't have anything to share. Well, you got a lot to share, right? Mm. First of all, you got to love yourself a little bit more to realize that. But um, you can put out the same information somebody else did, but what's different is it's from you. Yeah. And you may reach the one person that I don't really care about that, whoever else said it, but the way Perry said it, then I got it. Yeah. Then I got so it. So true. Right? So that's kind of my thing right now. Mm -hmm. Right? It, it's a classic. I'm going to turn the other cheek, but not all the time. Seems <laughs> like, you know. But I'm going to try my best. Right? But it's, it's that same when you think about how a thought changes biology. Yeah. <clears throat> like I was, I was teaching a course once, and uh, it was a room full of, we were making some fantastic changes in people's lives, and People have been through a lot of uh, things and tried many different things, and nothing helped. Mm. And they were doing really well with the stuff that we were doing. It's kind of, it's definitely outside the box sort of stuff. And um, yeah, it was awesome. And then a friend of mine sent me a thing through Messenger saying, you know, just thought, might want to see it. And it was like a clipping, like something of all my haters like coming at me with something because <laughs> I'm talking about the, the stuff that I was teaching that weekend. Yeah. And I made the mistake of actually caring for a split second and just looked at it. And as, as soon as I saw what they put up, the energy in the entire room changed. Whoa. And it changed because it was from my perspective. Yeah. I could feel my whole body shift yeah. into like a state of toxicity. Yeah. And I said at that moment, when you become that aware, yeah. that's powerful. Yeah. And then I said to myself, boom, stop, delete. I sent a message to him. I'm like, don't send this stuff to me anymore. Put it down. Got my head back straight. Mm. Remember why you're doing something mm. and who you're doing it for. And then everything, boom, immediately flip. So that's how I'm talking about thought can change the situation that you're in because it's the way that you're perceiving it. Right? Absolutely. <clears throat> so your whole physiology perceives the world the way you perceive it, right? It goes mm. both ways, mm. right? But 
when you can tap into to that, that's self-empowerment. That's what that is. Mm -hmm. right? Then it changes everything, right? Changes everything. Yeah. All right, so, um, so what are you, um, what sort of treatments or methods are you using these days for? Um, well, I mean, I jokingly say I use whatever works, which means I don't care if I got to, you know, uh, spread chicken bones and chant around in a loincloth to get you better, I'm going to do it. Uh, I don't really care, and I don't really care if there's research behind it or not. That matters less than zero to me. Exactly. I'm concerned about outcomes. Yeah. Um, so it changes based on the person that I'm dealing with. But yeah. right now... Uh, I still do a lot of movement-based rehabilitation because I think most of our stuff is because of the way we move. Mm -hmm. And then I do a lot of emotion-based things because of how we move based on how we think. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't necessarily call it emotion work anymore because that freaks people out. Yeah. So I just call it, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do something to help reset your nervous system. They're like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, what I'm doing is I'm tapping into deep-seated stuff that's been going on with you for a while. Um, and then I do a lot of work with uh, laser therapy, so I've been doing deep tissue laser therapy healing by light mm. for a long period of time. Great. And I also do a new form of therapy called uh, amino neurofrequency, uh, ANF, it's the disc that you see here okay. that shows up. So wow. these are uh, dealing with energy of the body mm -hmm. through uh, being able to change the way the body communicates with itself. Uh, through frequencies, and through okay. frequencies is is how the the nerves communicate with each other. Yeah. We call the big fancy word is signalization. Okay. How nerve signals and chemical signals correspond with each other. Yeah. Everything has a certain weight. I hear you, but I don't hear you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And then those become mismatched over time through uh, life and through what we do to it. And uh, this is a way to help the body do what it's designed to do which is work really efficiently, be resilient, and be strong as long as you can get out of its way. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we're trying to help the body and we're making it worse. Mm -hmm. right? So what are those um, <clears throat> things that, you, well, what do you call them? Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> ANF is the short for it. It's called amino neurofrequency. Yeah. And uh, you know, basically I, I tell people the easiest way to think about it, you know, is Everything in life is energy. Yes. Right? Because no energy means you're dead. So that's not where you want to go. Mm -hmm. But there's a sliding scale of it, right? I mean, you're supposed to have vitality, energy, happiness, joy. And then you recover from things. But we have this scale. Here's death. Mm -hmm. And then we slide down here. And then this is where people begin to live, right? So you have people that are not dead, but they might as well be. Because mm -hmm. the way they walk around, and they're just, oh, I'm miserable. Life sucks. No mm -hmm. energy. No energy means you also get sick. No energy means you also have pain. You can't get well from it, right? Yeah. So, but here's the thing: your body adapts <clears throat> to this new level of energy because mm -hmm. that's its that's its job. It has to adapt to its surroundings, and but adaptation is finite. <laughs> so eventually, it runs out, and it's got to go to another level. And your new normal of suck is how you like to live, right? It's just that you don't know any different. You don't know what you don't know. So what happens is, if I give you a taste of that again, there's no way you want to go <laughs> Exactly. Or at least you shouldn't, right? And then you come on up here, 
Because unfortunately, some people like being down in here because they get a lot of attention being down here, okay. right? But when you get a taste of up here, and that's what can happen when you have these systems begin to work with each other, and that's what these frequencies just do. So I started to study a lot of things about physics and mm. quantum physics mm. and energy. So and see, when people talk about energy, they think it's like frou-frou-y, stuff like that. And I'm old. Last time you pick up any kind of book on chemistry or physics or um, looking at matter, that's energy. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It's just how can you tap into it? So <clears throat> my mentor with these found a way to tap into healthy energy, but in a format that you can actually physically wear all the time hmm. for you. So some people okay. in the world, if you think about microcurrent, some people might know what a microcurrent is. That's a form of treatment where you do different frequencies of stimulation on the body through a machine. And it can be helpful, and they do it through light as well. Mm, okay. But my mentor found a way to put that in this that it can stay on you all the time. Wow. So that, that way your body can pick up these signals again. Because mm -hmm. it, it needs, it, no, this, it knows the signals. Mm -hmm. It's just forgotten mm -hmm. how to communicate. Wow. Because it's adapted to something else. Mm -hmm. And you just got to put the training wheels back on. And then all of a sudden, I can take the wheels off and I can let go and you can ride your bike and hopefully you won't fall, kind of thing. So <clears throat> the world of quantum physics will explode your head, first of all, because that's like, you know, there's, there's something here, but it's really not here, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's, I'm a big follower of physics and there's a guy who's, uh, some people might be familiar with him, his name is Nikolai Tesla. Uh -huh. And he said, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, Look at frequencies, right? Vibrations and oscillations. Mm. Well, that's exactly what we need to do. Your your body is the ultimate universe, right? I mean, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of figuring it out. We like to yeah. think we know stuff, but we're, we're clueless beyond anything mm. because we we like to, we human beings we we try to understand things by breaking it down. Which is a reasonable approach, right? I mean, we're designed to break things into patterns. We're pattern animals. If I give you all these things, you're trying to figure out what goes with what, what doesn't go with what, because it's a more efficient way to, to learn up to a point. Mm. Because then when you micromanage it down and you take things through a cell and you say, this is the cell, I'm like, but that's not what a human being is, a mixture of all these other things here. And then the cell that you're looking at is not the same cell that you see in a petri dish. It ain't going to be the same one that's surfing inside of me when I'm inside this room or I'm outside there. The cell totally changes based on the environment that it's right. in. Yeah. Right? It's um, like so, Bruce Lipton's... Uh, yeah. So idea. environment is everything. So if you study this field of epigenetics, yeah. you may have heard of it. Epigenetics says that genetics really don't determine what's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'll, it'll give you maybe a 2 to 4% chance of getting something, mm -hmm. right? But what flips the switch is the environment. And that's, right. that's how you've lived your life. Mm -hmm. Chosen to live your life or dealt with stuff that's thrown your way that you don't have control over, mm -hmm. right? Which is pretty much all of this. Because nothing makes us feel more vulnerable than not having control, Absolutely. right? So um, the saying in epigenetics is uh, genetics loads up the gun of pain and disease, environment pulls the trigger, mm. right? Yeah, that makes sense. 
So you can reverse those things, right? Because you can take a medicine to help yourself get well. But just because the pain is gone or the quote-unquote disease is now gone doesn't mean the environment that caused it is any better. And one of my favorite quotes ever is, you cannot get well in the same environment you became ill within. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. That's just common sense. <laughs> it is. But we don't have a, a big dose of that anymore. Common sense. Common sense, no. Right? So that's the favorite way I end my blog posts when people ask. You know, I usually put resources. Yeah. I put one resource. Number one, common sense. <laughs> <laughs> And then people get so mad. Your resource list. You can't say that. I'm like, I can say whatever the hell I want to say. It's my blog post. <laughs> and you don't have to like it. <laughs> oh, man. So um, what's your um, plans ahead in the future? I mean, have you got a sort of an idea of where you want to go with, with all this? Or? Well, uh, yeah, probably. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to have fun along the way. Yeah. I'm going to keep learning along the journey because mm-hmm. you never stop being a student, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, I've got my my book, Stop Chasing Pain, hopefully comes out next year. It's like a year overdue. Uh, honestly, it's been... When I talk about emotional stress, that was a big one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably never write another one. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that's coming out. And I think when that comes out, it'll, it'll um, expose a lot more people to it. And, yeah. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, but honestly, my, my mission right now is to try to um, reach as many people as I can, of course, but also try to do it in a very uh, simplistic manner, which means that I think that uh, simple things can be extremely profound. Absolutely. And I think that what we miss in the world today is because we like to overcomplicate everything, right? And we think because it's complicated, it's more valuable. It's actually the opposite. It's, it's the basics, it's the fundamentals, it's the small things, mm-hmm. right? And maybe that comes with age for me because I turned 51 and I'm starting to get closer to the, you know, the <laughs> recluse on the mountain who's got all the knowledge and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I kind of come to that those realizations that it's the small, simple things that make up big difference like yeah all you got to do is you know just drink an extra glass of water a day right maybe uh, say a kind word to another human being or do something kind for someone for no reason whatsoever mm-hmm. that right there I can tell you right there will heal you quick fast and hurry um, and you know spend more time with your family maybe have dinner at the table together and spend a little time together mm-hmm. right? and when you do movement <clears throat> just do stuff that makes you happy it makes you smile you know, I have to get some big, complicated program to do it. I mean, small little things like that that we all know, mm-hmm. but we say to ourselves, can't be that simple, man. It just can't <laughs> be that simple. Yeah. Same with back pain. People say, oh, back pain is this big, huge thing that nobody can figure out. It's really quite freaking easy, mm. right? Yeah, most back pain comes from a gut that's absolutely horrendously inflamed. Mm. So clean up the shit you're putting in your mouth, right? Get outside a little bit more. And then the way that I tell people you can help your back, quite easy, is fix your diet. Mm. Number two, fix your mindset. Number three, go down to the ground and back up again many different ways, five minutes every single day. Mm. And number four, take your shoes and your socks off, walk around on the earth or something with no, with nothing on your feet for a little while. Um, and trust me, 
you'll say to yourself, Jeez, this is crazy, man. My back feels better. And I didn't even do anything to my back. And I'm like, congratulations. Now you understand what stop chasing pain is about. Exactly. Because here's the secret. It ain't your back. <laughs> right? It ain't your back. Oh, man. That's it. So, Great, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. So if, uh, <laughs> if anyone's looking for your your content or how to follow you, where would they look? Oh, it's not not hard to miss me you just go uh online because i do a lot of stuff through social media of course i got you got to follow us instagram and facebook because yeah some gold on there thank you well yeah yeah, that's my that's probably my favorite way to put information (laughs) out there is on instagram Mm. it's a really fantastic community a lot of positive energy on there right Mm. facebook can be rather toxic honestly um but um uh, stop chasing pain. If you type in "stop chasing pain" online, you'll definitely find mm. my name. It's yeah. a lot easier to spell than my name, so you'll you'll find that, <laughs> and you'll come across my website. And my website is kind of grand central for my videos that you can purchase. I have several videos that you can uh, purchase and learn to help yourself. And then my workshops are there, and uh, I also have consultations that I do for people from afar. Oh, cool. If they, if they want to have me work with them online. That's good, yeah. And you can pre-order my book there as well through uh, Amazon yep. if you want to go there. And my podcast, all my podcasts are actually on the website. So yeah, I have okay. my own podcast, stopchasingping.com. It'll be back on iTunes hopefully by the time this airs. But, <laughs> uh, they're all up on my website as well. Because I've I found that, like you, I've learned a lot by just approaching people and mm-hmm. asking them, say, do you want to talk about your yeah, the stuff that you, that you, mm. that you have, because I like to learn yeah. from it. And it just, it kind of took a life of its own. Mm. And then it, it grew to be a really a positive thing where people enjoyed it, like I'm sure they enjoy this one. But, you know, I got to learn a lot of really cool things yeah, along yeah. the way, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and that's about it. Yeah. Great, yeah. Um, to end the uh, interview, um, just one last question. What would you... Um, <coughs> what would you say to some, well what's one advice you would mm. give to someone that has had pain or an injury or a chronic problem for a long time what, what would you say would be the one thing the most important thing to do oh man that's a good one uh, well first of all I'm going to tie it back to don't lose hope is mm. a big one and second one is uh, don't be afraid to move because when you have pain and sickness and illness, you know, you don't want to do stuff, right? Yeah. And you're scared to move, honestly. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> so what you can do is just uh, put yourself, I used to tell people, go back down to the ground, lie on the ground, right? Because you're never down there. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you're going back to, a, going to a place you're usually not in. And when you lie on the ground, your whole body relaxes. Right? Mm-hmm. Not your bed, the ground. And if you can do it outside on the earth, it's even better. Yeah. Because the earth has its own unique energy to it. Right? That's nature. That's life. And if you lay on grass, it's very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Right? Lay down there, and then all I want you to do is start to try to move your body limb by limb and realize, hey, I'm going to do that. And if you move your right leg and it hurts, I have an idea, move the left leg, the right arm and the left leg in your head, start to move everything else like a lot. Mm. Then that energy feeds to the rest of the body and you start to say, wow, I really can move, right? Mm. It doesn't take much. Then what you'll find, a crazy thing, because 
you know, your right leg is still connected to all the others. When you go back and you move that one again, it feels better. Wow. So what happens is you move all of your body that doesn't hurt mm. in a safe environment. That's the key. The ground is a safe environment yeah. because you have a lot of stability on the ground. That means a lot of your body part is in touch with the ground. Mm. And I take it even further back So, to when you were just uh, a baby. You were usually on the ground at some point in time mm. and you felt usually nice and safe and stable. That's mm. where you that's where you learn to move first. True. Mm, sure. And your brain never forgets. Never forgets. And when you go back down there, the brain goes, Oh, he's finally come back. This is good. Now we can do some serious stuff, <laughs> right? To get you back on track. And that stuff seems ridiculously simple. And that's the idea. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, thanks for uh, coming on the Thank you. Interview Appreciate today. it. It's fun. <laughs> it's it's fun. Good, good time. So, um, yeah. yeah, are you staying in New Zealand for much longer? or About two more days. Two more days, yeah. yeah. I wish I could stay for two months, but, you know, <laughs> grit and grind. Hashtag grit grind. <laughs> that's it. Are you going to, like, uh, check out some of the areas or are you yeah, working? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Probably tomorrow I'll, oh, nice. I'll have data. I'll check out the, the country for a day. Yeah, good, good. I've been teaching all the time. But yeah, I'm definitely going to go, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Traveling Healer podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please share and subscribe. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app on your phone. I use Podcast Addict. Just search for the Traveling Healer podcast. That's traveling with two L's. You can also check out my blog at www.thetravelinghealer.com. And for the latest updates, you can like my Facebook page, The Traveling Healer. That's all for now. Ciao. The information on this podcast is no substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you have heard on this podcast.